welcome to another mind-bending episode of Pop Cultish, the podcast that dares to wonder if Aquaman is truly Lord of the Sea and spends all his time underwater, why aren't his fingers as pruny as they should be? Probably because he's in his little suit, his little superhero suit. I don't know if his suit has fingers, though. Well, it probably covers his whole body. Like Mr. Incredible. His toes need to be out to swim too. He should be very pruny, like a well, long, but it's long but he bag. has. F- look, educate yourself. I'm gonna Google his costume right now. Oh There's Lord. like flippers. All right. Well, you get to googling on that then. That's uh. This is this is a perfect uh, a perfect segue into uh, our topic of conversation mm-hmm. for this episode. We're gonna we're gonna chat a little bit about about superheroes tonight. We've got um. Look, see? We're living in the golden age. All right. But Everything's covered. All right. But do you think that uh, underneath, do you think it's Would you think it's watertight? Or? I'm sure. It's like a wetsuit. I don't know, but wouldn't it's like, I mean, if your face stays underwater, I just feel like he would be very pruny. Well, not Aquaman. Aquaman. He's not Jason good. Momoa. All right. Well, we'll see if Aquaman <laughs> gets talked about anymore. We're already talking way too much about Aquaman anyways, but... um. Uh, yeah, tonight we're going to talk uh, a little bit about, about superheroes, favorites, guys we like, maybe uh, some some folks we don't like or we we think are dumb. But uh, you know, we're living in kind of the uh, the prime time of the superheroes right now. I mean, you can't go anywhere or look at anything without a superhero being on mm-hmm. TV at the movies. Uh, obviously, there are a ton of comic books out there, which is cool. You know, new independent creators coming along with uh, with the with the big boys and. I mean, it's just uh, it's superheroes everywhere you look. I mean, Heck yeah. um, I mean, even when we were out on on Halloween here recently, there was a uh, you know we saw a lot of superheroes. Some more, some were half-assed, some were some were mm-hmm. full-assed, but uh, <laughs> all the ass. Yes, all the all the ass, all the superhero ass. But um, but no, yeah. So we're gonna we're just kind of chat a little bit about some of the some of the favorite superhero stuff. Do you do you have uh, would you consider that you have a personal favorite someone that you think is is your superhero or or the best superhero in your eyes i think they're all the best that's a really weak answer no um (laughs) i mean i i I, yeah i like iron man yeah and i love wonder woman obviously yeah um let me ask uh, why like what is it about the characters that draw you to them to, to to like them i just think iron man he's just really rich and he just Spent a lot of money, and he's really smart, though. Yeah. But he built his suit, and like that's it. Like when you take the suit away, he's just this really smart, really rich guy. But I, I don't know. I like it. I think it's an interesting, like, cause he's not. He doesn't have superhuman strength. He didn't get hit by a gamma ray that made him something crazy. Like he literally is just smart and rich. And figuring it out for himself. He's just your average genius, playboy, billionaire, philanthropist. I love it, and I love Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. So, so, so for that, it's it's partially the actor, well, in the movie, which is yeah. okay. I mean, which is okay. This there's not any wrong answers here, obviously. So, mm-hmm. um, and I like Wonder Woman for the obvious reasons because she's wonderful. Yeah, that's oh, okay. it. Because <laughs> she's girl power. Girl power. So Hashtag. The, Girl power. All right. So are there, I mean, then do you feel that way with all the the feminine superhero types? Is Probably. Like a Batgirl and all the female X-Men and yeah. things, yeah? Yeah. I like, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> that was a really smart answer. Well, you know. 
Well, no, it's it's definitely it's definitely intriguing talking about Iron Man because you know, like you mentioned, it's kind of a you know, it's a he is a he is a man type person. Now, do you do you identify with 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 Batman like that as well? I don't know because Batman isn't he he like is super strong and he's like a super good fighter in like you know yeah but it's, uh, I mean, that's all through training he's he's just, uh, I know he's, but still he has skills that Iron Man probably does not have yeah Iron Man is not like a trained fighter or anything like that yeah but I mean yeah I guess Batman a little yeah Iron Man really I mean obviously the comics are. A little different than the movies i mean you know both characters are in you know in both iterations share similar qualities but in the comic books it dives much deeper into kind of what kind of person iron man is and he's not tony stark in the in the comic books uh, uh, not a great guy in the in the 80s and 90s his big storyline revolved around he was fight he was dealing with alcoholism he, mm-hmm. was, he was an alcoholic and things like that and then of course they make a big deal about him, him still having shrapnel in his heart and things like that so yeah. I'm just going to lay a disclaimer right now. I do not read comic books. So when I'm talking about what superheroes I like, it is 100% through movies and television. Yeah. So. Which is totally fine. I mean, I think a lot of fans these days are now getting turned on to. Turned. T- yes. Getting turned on to, to superheroes and certain characters through the visual you know, medium of TVs and movies and things like that. And then some choose to backtrack to the comics. Whereas before, I mean, you know, you grew up reading the Batmans and the Supermans and then you'd see the, you know, the Batman TV show on in the 60s, you know, with 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 Adam West. And like, you know, you would start on the page and then it would make the jump. But now I think it's because they're doing so much on screen, it's backwards for many fans. Not in a bad way, but that's just... That's the way that it goes right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, sure. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I th- I think you're right. It is. It would be kind of cool to see, like, the images that you've grown up like projecting in your mind how they translate to the screen and stuff like that. But yeah. that's just not my experience. Well, there's nothing wrong with that because but, then you know a lot of fanboys too are not excited about it they're like well they didn't do this right or i can't believe they gave him this you know when you change things change is not a bad thing especially in the world of superheroes i think mm-hmm. so yeah. um if i think about my favorite people um i see them falling into two different categories i i, I and, and i'm not I'm not sure what this says about me exactly but they're either ultra violent or ultra goofy like yeah, it's the it's like I because I mean if you're if you, if you ask me for like a top three or a top four, um, you know my my favorite is a um, Marvel character who is never for whatever reason has never just got his proper due on his movie adaptations, and I'm hoping that um, his luck will change when he debuts in the second season of Daredevil coming up. Um, the Punisher is my guy. And, you know, he's... Frank Castle? Yes, Frank Castle. That's right. And he's different because, again, he doesn't have superpowers. He's very Iron Man-esque in that uh, he's kind of a, a, a mix of Iron Man and Batman in the, in, <laughs> in the sense that he is trained. He was, uh, um, you know, he he originated in, in the 70s. So he was a, I believe he was a Vietnam War vet. Now I just think that kind of just a generic ex-military guy now. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, because now Vietnam War vets are 60, 70 years old. But... Um, 
But his big motivation is that uh, after returning from war and trying to settle back into civilian life, he was out. Um, uh, he was out uh, with his wife and children mm-hmm. uh, for a picnic in Central Park, and they got caught in mafia, like a mafia crossfire, and his wife and kids were killed. Mm-hmm. And so, and he just lost it. Yeah, I mean, understandably so. So he decided that bad people need to be punished and i believe another motivating factor with that is that the people who did the shooting use their little mob connections to get off of the murder charges yeah. you know so, so so they got away so that was his first real kind of big storyline was that he hunted those people down yeah. and killed them dead i mean yeah. killed them dead so it's um, very um drax the destroyer mm-hmm type backstory yeah kind of a, a kind of a one uh you know uh, uh, one track kind of mind but that's kind of his his thing and that's what's made him polarizing in a sea of superheroes that like to do things you know according to truth and justice in the american way is that he just you know if you're guilty you got to be punished and there's really kind of one ultimate punishment that kind of Death. fits the crime so yeah isn't that also kind of like judge dread yes and also kind of like daredevil daredevil not so much daredevil is daredevil still works very much within the confines of the law daredevil won't really kill i mean at being being a lawyer he doesn't yeah, but he beats the shit out of people yeah, all I mean, the time yeah there's i mean there is that and there's i mean there's a difference between inflicting some physical pain on somebody and ending their life you know acting as judge jury and executioner mm. but um, but yeah, Judge Dredd is my other one. I I, I do love Judge Dredd, and he's a, a very similar type character, except that whereas the Punisher operates in his own sense of morality, Judge Dredd has been given the legal morality by his society. He lives in a future where the judges literally, they go out on the streets and they are like a judge, jury, and executioner all rolled into one. Mm-hmm. If he says you're guilty and the punishment is death, then that is legally that legally is going to happen to you right then and there. He's going to shoot you, but it's legal because he has the ability to make the law on the spot. Yeah. So, but yeah, those are my, those, those are two big characters that I am uh, longtime fans of on the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> on the, on the ultra goofy side. Uh, I love characters like uh, the tick um, or the flaming carrot who are just, Lord. just dumb they're just dumb but they're so like they're like blissfully unaware i don't know what it is about them but it's like uh i mean obviously the the the, the comedic aspect is there from from the from the writers of you know i mean i grew up reading the original ticks you know when ben edlin was writing him from new england comics and it was i mean it was just very very witty satirical stuff same thing yeah you know uh same thing with uh the flaming carrot it, it, it was just one of those things where it was just like so subversive it was just enjoyable to me so that's why that's but, nice. but wildly different obviously yep then than whatever else so but that's cool yeah so tell me then you were talking a little bit about iron man earlier mm-hmm. then l- let's let's talk strictly in the realm of screen capture movies tv shows things like that what are some of the ones that you've really enjoyed and maybe if you can think of a few that you like haven't enjoyed Okay. Um, well, I have not enjoyed, as I am sure many will echo this sentiment, Spider-Man's adaptation at all. Yeah. I don't know what I don't. I just don't know what they're doing wrong. But Spider-Man always just comes off like really whiny and like not. You don't want to root for him. Yeah. 
and it happened with Andrew Garfield, you know, when he played mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And then what's his first name? McGuire. Yeah. Yep. When he played like both times, he was just like super whiny and, you know, and I don't know, like I just was not excited about how they did. Wow. It, it's part Sorry, of my stomach. If that, yeah. If I don't that, know if you can hear that. <laughs> if you could hear that, that was Tony's stomach apparently eating itself it's been a long night i just got back from the from the from a preview screening of specter and i had a big old thing of popcorn and i haven't eaten too well today so my stomach is rebelling but but yeah no i uh i hear you with spider-man i mean we didn't even we didn't even bother to watch the amazing spider-man 2 because the amazing spider-man the first one with andrew garfield which first of all i thought it was way too soon to do a reboot of that series so soon after the Maguire yeah. versions. And then we went and saw it and I just, Andrew Garfield just rubbed me the wrong way. There was just inconsistencies. I remember, you remember sitting with me in the theater. Oh God, I just he could would not, not shut up. But everything I was saying was accurate. I mean, I, there was things in there that didn't make sense and the characters weren't doing things that made sense, which I know sometimes there's a lot to ask for for a comic book, but, yeah. but that's what I want. Um, so Spider-Man didn't love, obviously the Avengers love all of those movies. Mm-hmm. I think it's brilliant. I think that they finally, finally got the amazing or the incredible Hulk right. Yeah. Um, finally they just found the right fit, um, to play that character the right way. And I, it's brilliant. And, um, I don't know. I thought those movies were great. I don't know. I guess these are superheroes in their own right, but the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. love, obviously, oh, yeah. found a newfound obsession with Dave Batista. <laughs> who was, who was Inspector tonight. Oh, man. Come on. And he said one word. Love him. What did he say? Um, yeah. I believe it was a curse word. Of course. Um, but it was funny because after Guardians, he was like saying he wanted to do more acting and all the stuff, and then he gets cast in a big role and doesn't mm. say a damn thing. So, because he's not that great of an actor, right. but he was perfect, I thought, for Drax because Drax was kind of he was overly literal, mm-hmm. but very deadpan. Like yeah. he didn't have to do a lot of acting. Yeah. But why would I? What do you say? <laughs> when, oh, why would why I, would I finger, finger across, across my throat? throat? Across his throat, yeah. <laughs> Nothing goes over my head. I'm too fast. I would catch it. No, I thought that, yeah, uh, I love those movies. I thought that, you know, they did a great job with that. And I don't know. There was an X-Men movie, right? That was new-ish. We saw in the theaters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's been several. The most recent one. Oh, with Jennifer Lawrence. Days of Future Past. See, that I did not love. Yeah. And I have have a theory why, but I'd like to hear why. Well, I... I don't know why, really. I can't really pinpoint why I didn't love it. Maybe because I'm not as into Jennifer Lawrence as everybody else in the world is. I think she did great in The Hunger Games, yeah. but like that's pretty much it. I, and I mean, I don't know. I can't really pinpoint why I didn't why I didn't like it. What's your theory? Well, my theory is is that um, Days of Future Past was based on a very iconic storyline from the x-men comic series uh mid uh late 80s early 90s i want to say but this is in the x-men movies this is one of the first movies that was so heavily focused around a very specific comic story like the other x-men one two and three and x-men first class things like that those borrowed from the comics and took some elements but days of future past was like they took they they heavily relied on what was going on 
in the comic book story. And sometimes stories on paper just don't translate well to screen. Right. And B, like we were talking about earlier, because you've never really re- been into reading comics, right. it may not have resonated with you as much as it resonated with people who were like, oh yeah, this story, this is the yeah, great story and, and how true. they did this way and things like that. So Yeah. Um, but no, I, I completely see where you're coming from from with that so um it's i don't know it's just hard to pinpoint because there's been so there's just been this huge influx of superhero movies what i'm not excited about is suicide squad could not be any less into suicide squad i think it looks overdone like the whole all the characters just look like they're trying way too hard i'm not excited about dc's wonder woman that's about to come out right now. I think that it horrible casting her, what they've done to her costume. I cannot stand who else is with her in that new movie. Hey, well, it's, it's Batman versus Superman. Right. And she's in it with Aquaman. Too. I don't yeah. understand what they're doing with that. It's all very gray and like dark. And it just seems strange to me, except for Jason Momoa's Aquaman, which looks to be pretty Right, his his costume still looks to be pretty th- much the same. It, well, there's going to be some drastic. The promo right, no, pictures the, are different. Yeah, the, the Momoa stuff. Uh, it's going to be a similar design, but the colors are much more muted. It's not going to be orange and orange and green. It's going to be like silvery and you know a little more like fish scales. I think is what they're going for. So, I just don't understand why they felt the need to change the costumes, and it's kind of like that with Suicide Squad. I guess like you look at the. The pictures and they are not what when you think of like a classic Harley Quinn, you don't think of what they're showing you on Suicide Squad, where yeah. she's wearing a T-shirt. And I I don't know. It's just I, and maybe it's just because I'm I hate change and I think you know if you're gonna go for a comic book character, you should stay true to the that comic book character. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just not excited about it. Well, DC. It seems like they're trying very hard because they're they're late to the game here. They are, they are. you know watching Marvel do kill it right uh, on the movie screen. And and I will give DC credit; they are they are uh, outpacing Marvel significantly on the small screen. Their TV stuff. I don't I don't watch the shows like Flash and Arrow and Smallville, but they've been doing that very effectively to the teenage slash young adult crowd. Yeah, and obviously, even even regular adults, you know, are are really kind of into that stuff. But, um, but I, I just feel like they're trying. You know, they see Marvel with the bright colors and the spandex, and you know, they're like, "Well, we can't do that." But and, it's working right? for Marvel. But then they're looking. The only the only thing that I've ever really enjoyed. I mean, I enjoyed obviously, um, the old Superman movies, the Richard Donners from you know from the seventies and the eighties. I enjoyed. You know the the Tim Burton Batman movies, but those had ooh, but ooh with the scary penguin. Yeah, but those so had good. but those had an element of kitsch to them. They were they were like tongue in cheek. They're like, yes, this is clearly a comic book because look how ridiculous this is. You know, um, yeah. But that was a good one. Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight series was really good, but I feel like DC has now tipped too far into the well. You know. The mentality of well, we have to be gritty because that's our thing, you know. So like they're trying, you know, Batman versus Superman. Like I don't, I don't know. Um, even um, the most recent Superman movie with with Henry Cavill, um, Man of Steel. It just it felt weird. Like I didn't, I don't know. It just something about it feel feels off. And then yeah. I see pictures of Ben Affleck as the new Batman, and it just looks like he's in 
It looks like he's in like a pudgy little fat suit. Yeah, well, you know? he's Australian. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I try to. Yeah. I want to try to reserve judgment, also, you know. But right. But you know, like you said, I think another thing about Suicide Squad is that that features a lot of characters that aren't overly well known. And granted, they're doing that because you know they see Marvel take. Uh, an Iron Man who's not overly well known, or an Ant Man for God's sakes, and just knock it out of the park. Okay, but they killed it with Ant Man. Oh, I yeah. can't believe I forgot to mention Ant Man in this diatribe that we're doing. <laughs> Ant Man was so good. Okay, Ant Man is good, but again, it's got that element of kind of kitsch to it. Like it did, like really comedy. didn't take itself too seriously. Well, and that's the same thing with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny. Guardians of the Galaxy is funny. Like, I don't know. I just hope that DC doesn't try to go like too. We're dramatic and we're superheroes, which is what it looks like what they're doing. They are doing that, but they are now abandoning the other side of it because Marvel is doing the same thing. They're taking themselves very seriously with their small screen slate, you know, Daredevil, very serious stuff. Jessica Jones, when it comes out, I think is going to have the more serious bent on it, but their big screen stuff while it takes itself seriously sometimes it it kind of acknowledges through the comedy that it exists in this world that isn't quite on the level and i think that's what dc is trying too hard to steer clear of is you know they're trying to give it when when you try to say this is realistic and you're talking about a comic book movie like that just naturally just doesn't add up i don't think yeah so yeah i agree so yeah we'll see so, we'll see how that goes i don't know yeah, but we'll um, just you know reserve judgment i will say that marvel does have some interesting stuff coming up next year that could set either continue the tone they've established or take it in a different direction things like um the captain america civil war i think is going to be very is going to be much more serious i see i struggle i have struggled with the all of the side movies mm-hmm. from the individual Avengers, right? Like, does that yeah. make sense? Like, yeah. it, I mean, except obviously I watched all the Iron Man movies and loved them, but like it, the, all the Hulk movies horrible, except for when the Hulk was in the, the Avengers. I feel like we watched Thor. Yeah, there's Thor and, and then Thor the Dark World. And it was okay. Mm-hmm. It had, um, what was the girl who was like the love interest? Um, Jane Porter is not Natalie Porter. Oh, uh, yes. And like it was okay. And or Jane, it's Jane Porter, Jane. What's so Jane? Just, whatever. And, but I feel like I've only seen one of the Captain America. Yeah. You, movies. We, we saw the first, we saw Captain America, the first Avenger. Is that what it's called? So I Captain don't America, know. the original Captain America. And I like, wasn't that excited about it. Winter Soldier. I remember why I watched by myself. Uh, and that one was was pretty serious. It was kind of had that that whole spy thriller type thing going on. But I mean, even looking forward to the to the newer slate, uh, you know, in addition to Civil War, there's things next year like um, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. which I, I'm. <laughs> it's very interesting with Doctor Strange because because the, the the cast, the primary cast is Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, and Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One, and like those are two characters that you don't nor or two actors rather that you don't really see a ton of comedy coming from so i'm 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 concerned that if they do try to put comedic elements in there that it would that it will feel forced yeah maybe not i mean i don't know and and plus you can see it's dr strange is going to bring in a very mystical element i mean obviously we have superheroes Mm. but right but i mean superheroes are mostly explained through like technology or you know things like that acts you know uh, industrial accidents 
I mean, magic is a, is on a whole different playing field there. So I like magic. It'll be interesting is to it see like the Harry Potter superhero. Uh, that's mostly card tricks, and like he like pulls things from behind people's ears and stuff. Oh, is this for real? No, not for real. Oh. <laughs> it's very arcane. It's very <laughs> mystic planes and and otherworldly realms and things like that. So, so yeah, should be should be interesting. Um, and then of course, you know where it all fits into the bigger picture of, um, you know, the Infinity War with the Avengers. You know, with the third movie broken into two parts, and then if there's still a question of if the Guardians of the Galaxy are really going to cross over into the mainstream, um, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, you can't fault Marvel for what they've done so far. They've done an excellent job on screen. I mean, they're knocking it out of the park right now. So yeah, they are um, killing it. For me, one of the biggest. I'm excited. This news just broke today. Uh, and it's not really news; it's kind of more more of a rumor there. But yeah. um, with the Marvel's TV shows, you know their 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 plan was to do uh, four four different series. I think they're going to do Daredevil, they're going to do Jessica Jones, uh, they're going to do Iron Man, and then I believe they're going to do give Luke Cage his own show as well. And then they're going to bring all those shows together and make them the Defenders, which is a team of like non super powered like like physical like you know kind of like the x-men but lesser known okay uh the news today has some a rumor has started and this is uh, apparently from some source inside marvel that they are going to now not do an iron fist show and instead replace it with an with a punisher series which would be lovely are you dead for me i'm very excited about that so well but who do you want to play him do you want it to be i don't think we shane a, from the walking dead i don't think i have a choice i mean right now it is john bernthal yes i mean and you were not happy about I that i wasn't I because wasn't. he did not show the appropriate amount of excitement in your opinion not excitement on his upcoming role he, he didn't he even didn't though i think he said the words I'm excited. It wasn't. It wasn't excitement. <laughs> it wasn't excitement that uh, that I was lacking. It was. Uh, he had said in a few interviews that he had been long. He'd been a fan of the Punisher for a long time. This and that and the other. But the first Instagram picture that he showed, he goes, "I went to the comic book store and I'm doing some research." And he picked up like the most basic Punisher series there is. Like if you've been reading well, the Punisher for a long time, you don't need that. But maybe he just wanted to go back, and he just wanted yeah. to start build from the basics and just make sure he had a good handle of the character. I mean, if you were researching, okay, so let's say you got cast in a movie and you were going to play the tick. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you go back to the most basic starting point and just start there and just make sure you had a good handle on what you were doing or would you only pick up like the very last comic book the tick ever made and read it and no. be like all right let's do this no, i would game time i would read it all see but the difference is if i've said that i've been a fan of the tick the whole for the whole you know for, for a long time a fan for years and years i go to my personal collection and i do have all the tick stuff in there he went to the store but and not got everybody a trade keeps paperback. comics no, we'll some see. people's wives are able to convince them yeah. that they don't need to keep their Mrs. boxes Shane, of comics Lori, you think in Lori the Thurmoy? closet like you. <laughs> did you see Sidebar? Did you see, did you see a meme? Uh, there was a meme on this week about The Walking Dead. I had a picture of the goat from the most recent episode. Okay, well, yeah, and can you stop? Because I only watched 15 minutes of that episode because it was the most boring 15 minutes of television in a really long time, but now I already know that the goat dies. Thanks, everybody. The, that wasn't overly relevant to the story, but um, 
I didn't think it was oh, too, too terribly boring. It was definitely a character development episode. That's for sure. My um, One of my friends on Facebook, she wrote a status and she was like, not that I didn't appreciate an hour and 45 minutes of Morgan walking around in circles, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> the biggest thing for me, well, I don't, I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but the, the, the end of the episode really phones it in in terms of like everything else that they were building and character development and things making sense and all that jazz. And then, uh, I mean, the, the end for me just really was like, oh, derp, you know. Of well, course, I don't know what that is. That happened because it had to happen or whatever. He and kills the goat. No. No, you'll just have to maybe I'll, you know, just watch it and check it out. But you saved it, right? Yeah, it's on the DVR. So um, here you are, folks. A little glimpse into our life. Yeah. Getting putting a cap <laughs> on the Punisher thing. I will reserve judgment until I see John. Bernthal I don't think you are the, going to reserve yes, judgment. I, I think I think your judgment's already out there. No, because I'm excited to see I the can, Punisher. I can sense it. I'm excited to see the Punisher. Your shifty judging eyes. The move the the movies that he's been given so far. With the, in my opinion, with the exception of the most recent one, Punisher Warzone, did not do him justice. I mean, the movie from 1989 with uh, Dolph Lundgren, of all people, uh, was terrible. The, the, the 2004 version with Thomas Jane wasn't bad, but um, the most recent one, Punisher Warzone, with, with Ray Stevenson, was, was where it's at for me. It was, I literally do not know one of those people that you just named playing the Punisher. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren was a big 80s action star. Yeah. Thomas Jane has done done a few things. Ray Stevenson is a martial arts guy, so But I mean, if you're not on a, if you're not a genre fan and you don't know The Walking Dead, you don't know John Bernthal's name either. That's true. So. And I don't think I would have picked him. Like when you look at the drawing of the Punisher, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have gone that route of John Bernthal. No. Like, it would have been like a Tom Hardy for me or something like I that. I would have so. picked Dave Batista. Body-wise. But I, I could see Batista. Well, in the drawing, his shoulders are like six feet wide. Frank, and like, yeah, Frank does And then give. he has like the tiny little waist, classic, unrealistic body standard. He doesn't have a That's tiny waist. Uh, I will say that, that, that Frank Castle has, has gone through the the wide range of comic book visualizations because when he first started back in uh, Amazing Spider-Man number, number 129, he was just a skinny, regular old old guy there. But yes, now he's kind of shown oh. to be beefy. Who's that? So that's, uh, that is Thomas Jane. Man, it's pretty all right. So. I'm trying to find just a picture of like, the him, classic. Right. I, there's a lot of skulls happening here. Hold on. <laughs> Deadpool, for some reason. Oh, yeah. Deadpool and Punisher are very. Are they BFFs? Uh, they're they have crossed paths on more than a few occasions, and that's because Deadpool is this kind of anarchist, don't give an f about anybody type of type These, of thing. So his pecs are at way out of proportion. Well, yeah, way bigger than his head even. Recently, the new thing is to show him as this big beefy because it's the military thing coming into play now. There's a girl. Oh yeah, there, yeah. There's been a female Punisher and you know things like that, but um, punish her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, killed it. Not at all. Um, but um, 
but yeah, I I think that's a I think that's a byproduct of the military thing now. Like all the military guys have to be so big. But again, back in the day with Vietnam and things like that, everybody was going to war. You know, the guys were just it didn't matter who you were, and it, he was more of an average, a much more average body build at that at that point. So, um, I mean, I would love personally, I would love to go to a convention and cosplay as the Punisher, but I don't think I have the build for the current design for him. Obviously, negative. I don't have to wear like a like the love puffy you. muscle suit. So you could you could cosplay as I could do classic Punisher. I could um, do Spider Man. You could do Spider Man. That's too much spandex. You could do um, Star Lord. Do Star Lord. You could do Rocket. No, you could do Rocket. <laughs> I'm short enough to do Rocket. <laughs> you are pretty short. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I can't, I can't go cosplay as Wonder Woman. I could be Wonder. Why couldn't I be Wonder Woman? She's a tall Amazon, and you're like five foot nothing. But I'm still a conventionally attractive. Yeah, body and face type. Yeah, but it's not all about conventional. Like you wouldn't cosplay like a WNBA player because they're tall. I mean, she's traditionally she is a tall. She's an Amazon, literally an Amazon. Okay, well. I'm just trying to give you an example. Fine. I'm not saying that. In I'll a bad go way. cosplay as. I don't know. Squirrel girl. I will kill you <laughs> in your sleep tonight. Black Widow. No, that she's tall too, and she's she's not that tall. Scarlett Johansson is not that tall. And what, what was the second part you're gonna say? She has red hair. Yeah, diet. No wig. You know, wig. It's fine. You wig. don't think cos wig. <laughs> <Or> wig- <laughs> you don't think cosplayers do wigs and no, dyes? No, I know they do. Episode. I'm just being goofy. Mm, cosplay that's for a whole nother episode i know we, we we're branching off we're tired cosplays, so yeah we can put a pin in yeah, this one we've, we've talked hashtag no sleep till brooklyn this it's, week it's been one of those weeks <laughs> but that's okay you know we're we're coming out of the uh coming out of october coming out of the holidays our, one of our favorite holidays halloween and uh you know there's just uh seems like there's not a lot of time for anything these days i so. got too turned on halloween this year too turned she did i went hard you cosplayed a little bit on Halloween, sort of. It's a zombie. Check it out on my Facebook. It's a zombie killer. Facebook.com slash Emily C. Bohannon, I think is my... Wow. It needs to be updated. You can't update it. Once it's there, it's there. I think if you get nope. married, that lets you change it. Native. I don't know. Your URL is your URL forever. I don't know. Forever. Forever. Ever. I cosplayed as a zombie lady killer. Oh. Wow. And he he had a hatchet and he almost lost it off the back of the pickled peddler. I did. We we did one of those handlebars, one of those rolling peddling bars, and they will stop for very little. But when my hatchet fell out of my slot and onto the road, I made them stop. So it, no, it was funny because he hatchet. said it dropped. And he goes, "My hatchet," <laughs> and like everyone else in the thing was like drunk. Of course, it was like. So he like slammed on the brakes, and Tony was like. And then two guys, two other guys, took the opportunity to get off and take a whiz on the the corner. (laughs) So, good times on uh, on on Halloween there. So, all right, let's yeah, we'll we'll cap this one up. We'll be back uh, next week to talk about more more madness and mayhem. Come by and see us uh, over on the Facebook page at facebook.com/slash pepkiddish. The Twitters and the Instagrams. The Twitters. Pop cultish. Uh, If you're a Twitter, it's b b e pop cultish. Come find us and say hey and let us know um, 
what you're thinking about superheroes. Hey, yeah. Do you like, which one do you don't like? Tell us your favorite stuff. superhero. Yeah. And if your superhero favorite one matches either Tony's or I favorite superhero, then we will give you a very special shout out in the next episode of Pop Cultish. Like you heard it here first, folks. That's <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing. I might even write a haiku about you. Ooh. Oh wow. Sorry. I just <laughs> That's okay. Made out with the microphone a little. It it's so. fine. All right. Yeah, well we'll catch you next time and uh we'll we'll have some more fun then. Maybe. Okay. I mean maybe we'll have fun. Probably. But I'll have fun. Like jury slot on. It'll you. be we'll be there. I'll be there for sure. Well you might be there. Probably. We'll see. Alright, well, until then, yeah. be passionate, mm-hmm. be proud, yeah. and also, most importantly, be pop cultish. Nailed it. Bye.